And we're back with episode number 11, Liz. Can you believe it's been 11 years of doing the podcast? What? Yeah, we do one episode every year. Okay. <laughs> okay, not at all. But well, you, As long as you didn't try and do this in Spanish. No, like last week. I got a lot of hate mail last week. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, even if I did, I couldn't read it. Oh. Oh, you're done. <laughs> that took a long time to get. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Well, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back again to episode number 11. I'm really excited about this one. Um, we had the idea, uh, I had the idea, I guess, to um, have this as a topic, uh, what we're going to be talking about today after a uh, rather scourging, scourges, uh, rather mm-hmm. sharp. Uh, walk that Liz and I took, uh, where she basically um, called you freaking out. Yeah, she she <laughs> called me up and uh, oh, reminded yeah, me of up. the importance like of making sure that I am uh, in a good place so that I can be good to the family. So really excited to talk about that. But before we do, you wanted to jump into one thing that's happened during the week for yeah. each one of us. So like, why don't you kick us off? Uh, probably me would be we had open house, and so it's always mm, fun meeting cool. okay. the. The parents of the offspring I teach. Was it fun though? Um, okay, I didn't enjoy being at the school <laughs> for 12 hours, but it's always fun because it's a chance for my kiddos, since I teach baking and pastry, they made banana bread and they made sugar cookies and decorated them. That's cool. So though. we actually had that, you know, for the parents to be able to sample what they have been learning. So it's always a fun time. That is nice. How many students showed up? Mm, like, Seven. Oh man, that's still good though. Yeah, and that's it's always good. the students who show up. It's always the quiet ones who I don't even have a problem with, and at all, like the students who oh, yeah. I probably need to have a conversation with the parents. They're, <laughs> they're always there. nowhere to be found. No way. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. What was your highlight or favorite thing of the week? Hmm. Um. Honestly, not to be you know, a downer, but the past couple of weeks have been a little challenging. So, um, finding things to be joyful about has been a little bit, uh, difficult lately. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm sure we'll talk about, um, at great length in this episode. Mm-hmm. I just have a feeling based on your face and that kind of thing. But, um, no, uh, this past week, what did we do? I got a chance to man this Friday. I, was like a true Sabbath for me. Like it was really nice of, I put my phone on my Sabbath focus mode. So I only allow text messages from like four people. Um, and I turn off all my notifications and I just, I watched a a movie that I've been wanting to watch on Netflix. Um, I snacked all morning. Um, but I did not do really much of anything and it was glorious. So that was really fun. That is fun. I'm trying to think what else we did this week. You led a worship um, at one of our first Wednesdays at the Ridgeville campus. Yeah. That was fun. That was super cool. What you're doing right now is thinking about fun things that I did to remind <laughs> me that I have fun in because my life. Because you've been such a negative Nancy. So welcome to um, an ongoing conversation that's been happening behind closed doors at the Clyde's house lately. Um I've just been in a bit of a funk, which makes sense because through the 10 years of marriage, I have always been, Liz is emotional, but I'm always the one that just gets depressed at the drop of a hat and everything is terrible. Like out of nowhere. Yeah. Like all of a sudden everything sucks and I'm like, wait a minute. It doesn't suck. It's just, I don't know what I'm even looking for. You literally said today and I quote, I am not happy. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, everybody experiences that from time to time. So it, this is something that we I've, I've been wrestling with for, for a few weeks. Um, and it, it kind of hit a point where this morning um, we had an event, a men's conference at our church. And I went and uh, just a couple of things that one of the speakers said really kind of hit me, got me thinking. And then Liz and I obviously took a walk earlier. And through that, we kind of got to the conversation, it, it kind of leaned to where I am, I swung the pendulum and I, we, Liz likes to call me, um, names. He's Pingy, the pendulum swinger. Yeah, she likes to, that's a very encouraging name, but, but we kind of came to the conclusion that I swung the pendulum super far and embraced, like, it's going to sound silly, but working out has become an almost an obsession of mine right now in this season. Um, I'm on day 72, I think, of 75 hard. So by the time you listen to this. For the second time. Yeah, weird flex. But uh, by the time you listen to this, I will hopefully in Jesus' name not have forgotten to take a progress photo or drink enough water. Um, But I'll be finished. And so I I swung that pendulum away from all of my spiritual disciplines to where I'm not operating in just about any of them right now in this season. And it's all toward working out. So I'm crushing it. I had two different people this past week tell me that they noticed physical gains, which is cool. And this is going to sound cheesy, but that verse where it talks about gaining the whole world, but losing your soul, it's kind of that it's not that, okay, maybe it is that drastic of shifting your focus away from what you know keeps you spiritually, emotionally, and in, in, in shalom, in wholeness, and in perfect peace, and you kind of move that away into something that's more aesthetic. But the cool thing is every time, because we, there's been times where I've like really stunk it up with spiritual discipline, and that's when you're usually like super on it. And so in mm-hmm. this season, you know, not to be braggadocious, but with the... With all the chaos going on in my life, I've been on my spiritual discipline. Like I went, I fasted, I made sure to like be in my Bible. Yeah. I've like prayed so much this past month that like like consistently and over my situation. So I feel because I just knew like with all the chaos, if I wasn't holding on to Jesus, I would have drowned. Yeah. You know? And so which is why I feel boldly enough to be like, "Hey, babe, you're not, you're not doing so good." No, see what you just did right there was sugarcoat how you actually said it to me. You no. changed your voice just now, <laughs> and on the walk, it was very forward, um, but super necessary. So, here's what we're gonna do today. We know this junk. What we're gonna talk about, we know. We know. We've read the book that we're gonna reference several times. We have done present. Didn't you do a a paper on this? You did a paper too. I'm sure. We have the same degree. Literally, we've done literal papers on this and we just, I've, I've just forgotten it. And so we're going to do this podcast, inviting you into the conversation on, um, the importance of spiritual disciplines and how we can incorporate them into our life. So we're building a lot of this off of one of my favorite books of all time. It's called the celebration of discipline by Richard Foster celebration of discipline. And if you have not read this book or got the audible of this uh, book, you really need to. I I seriously uh, recommend it to everybody, no matter what denomination that you're in, because these principles, we're going to, we're not going to run through each of them because we just don't have time. There's just quite a few, but we're going to just list them. And then we're going to hit on a couple of them that I think are just really big and have a, a major impact on us. So let me unpack these for you and list them. 
and then Liz, I guess we can just kind of go for it from there and we can just mention, you know, whatever we want to. So he breaks it up into three different sets or three different kinds of disciplines. First is inward. Uh, second is outward. And then there are corporate disciplines. So first in inward, you've got meditation, prayer, fasting, and study. So inward disciplines are four things. They are meditation, prayer, fasting, and study. And let's just camp out on this first section here. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about meditation, prayer, fasting, and study. So with these, I don't know, what, is there any that really grab you or, or kind of strike? I guess we can talk about the fasting one because I am that weird one who loves to fast and yeah. you hate it. No, it's the worst. And every time we have a corporate fast, it's like pulling, it's like me pulling teeth for you. I uh, mean, pulling your teeth because I'm like, all right, we have to, we have to plan our fast. We have to be disciplined. We have to be mindful. We have to be intentional. And I'm like, no, no, no. We'll get there when we get there. Like, like, it's not started yet. We're fine. I was like, depending on what we choose, I have to go grocery shopping or not go grocery shopping. Oh. Um, yeah. So I was like, we have to plan this. We have to get mentally, you have to get mentally prepared to fast before the fast i believe yeah that's very true because if you don't plan to do it you'll suck it up yeah you'll just be like oh i'll start it tomorrow or, yep. oh i'll do it or oh, like you it's it's i don't know and i think i like it which i mean obviously no one likes being hungry mm. like that's really annoying but i it's gonna sound so weird but i'm just like it makes you it does make me more mindful of like Jesus, because every time I'm hungry or annoyed or anything like that, oh, it's, yeah. it's my trigger response. I'm like, God, you are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are good. I'm hungry right now, but you are good. And Gosh. it almost, it makes me, not like that, that I'm a masochist or anything, but like it, like the sacrifice of like the, the, the suffering you experience does make me feel a little closer to like God and Jesus. Gosh. And you hate I that I wish feeling. I had that feeling. Like you, you hate being inconvenienced and restricted, and that's why you hate fasting. Fasting, I think, out of all of the four, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, out of the twelve disciplines, fasting may be the sole most effective spiritual discipline for me. Because when I get and crazy, right? I know, I know what your face is saying right now, and I hate fasting. But the point of spiritual disciplines is to uh, bring you closer to the Lord, right? And in fasting, when I do it, all of that flesh, when I find myself like saying no to like certain foods or eating at certain times, all of that frustration and anger and uh, entitlement and whatever else, that comfort that's being deprived bubbles up and my flesh just starts to go like, hey, we don't like this. We don't like this. We don't like this. And that's the point, I think, of fasting to go, hey, don't forget that like you're putting your flesh into subjection. So Mm -hmm. It's the one that out of the all 12, I think is the most effective for me. And I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. But, and also, <laughs> because I'm also very mindful, I love to plan. I'm very task oriented and I'm goal oriented. Yeah. So I think one of the reasons why I like fasting so much is there's a start and there's an end. And mm, so okay. I know yeah. I can do that well. Yeah. Versus meditation, not the greatest at meditating because I'm not the greatest at like being still and quiet and pondering on God's word or like, Hmm. you know, I I can read my Bible, I can study it. Right. But I don't, you know, really like chew on it, I guess. When I did those, that mindful um, challenge a few years ago, they gave us a little timer that was really cool. It was like, it looked wooden or whatever, but you would set 
the time that you wanted to do breath work or meditation. And then when the bells went off on that timer, you were done. So I, I think maybe you haven't tried it with a tool like that. That could kind of help a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah. So fasting is probably out of the inward disciplines. Fasting is probably the most, you know, good for you in this season right now. This is kind of a cool moment of clarity. Like just today feels like I've made a couple of steps forward. Because and, you acknowledged it? Yeah. And acknowledging what is missing and why it's happening. It's not that my job is terrible. It's not that my family situation is terrible. It's not that my, you know, insert excuse here. It's that I'm not, I always preach this to people, but I just, I, I didn't see it. But I'm not taking care of the right things to to be good myself before I'm trying to be good to other people. So it, it's definitely huge. And, and, and in, in the inward disciplines, that was tough to say. I think that study is one of those that I, I need to get really back into because in seminary, we were digesting books at a ridiculous level. Like it was unreal. I remember after I graduated, I don't think I picked up a book for a solid three months and read it just because of the sheer volume of content that we were reading. But study to me is something that I used to be so into. I remember in our small group having my laptop on the table and literally having my Lagos Bible software pulled up with my like tons of commentaries and other stuff. And I would literally, people would be talking and I would just be digging into stuff, Mm -hmm. diving into junk. And then when a moment would come, I'd be like, Hey guys, I found this in a commentary. What do you think of this? And I would study that passage and then present what I found we would dig into it a little bit and we would engage with that scripture and it would be such a rich experience. And I haven't done that in a while. But we did take a break from small group for a while and we are starting it back this mm-hmm. season. I think we took a year off, which might've been like six months too long. Yeah. I'm all for, for breaks and you know, everything has its season, but I think it is probably time to get back. Mm-hmm. So and then the last one is prayer for the inward disciplines. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't struggle with prayer because it can be as simple or as complicated as you can make it. But I I mean, I feel like we can all agree we get distracted in our in our prayer time. So I am not the best at setting, kind of like with the meditation, setting a time and place of like, I am going to pray at this time and it's not going to be interrupted and I'm going to pray out loud. I'm going to pray um, in the Holy Spirit, I'm going to, you know what I mean? I don't do the best. I pray, but I like find pockets of time to pray. That's convenient to me instead of making it a, a priority all the time. Which is not bad. I, I think, I'm not going to comment on this. I'm not in the place to comment on this right now. You but, can. But I will say two things are at play there. One, a habitual practice of prayer is crucial. I think that that's important. Again, feeling like the absolute biggest hypocrite on the face of the planet right now saying that. However, it is true. Mm -hmm. Second thing is that I would rather pray in those random moments than not at all. Yeah. I remember um, there was a moment last week where a major thing was happening and as it was like as soon as somebody said a sen- like a like a period they said a sentence i immediately dropped my head and i started praying mid in my head mid out loud mid whisper whatever like it was an immediate reaction to something that had happened and those moments are are pretty important i think that sometimes 
I remember my parents, like we'd be driving and we'd pass by like a wreck or something and my mom or dad, well, mostly my mom or whatever. But I remember that sometimes she would just be like, oh, I pray that nobody's like, you know, hurt in that accident. And those are just like, those are just mindful moments of like, oh, I should pray about this. Mm-hmm. So those can be just as powerful too. We're only going to give you guys the first part of this. So there's three categories of disciplines, the inward disciplines, outward and corporate. So in this one, we're just really going to dive into uh, those first four that we kind of already mentioned. So we mentioned them. We gave you a little bit of um, overview on what they are, but maybe let's give some practical tips on it. So I'm just going to start with meditation. You said this isn't a strength of yours, so I'll speak to this one. Meditation, I, I, I kind of associate meditation and breath work. They're kind of like, if you've ever, have you ever done breath work? I mean, I've done yoga. So kind okay. of. Yes. Breath is a, is a crucial part of that. Like Demon Slayer. I don't know what that means. It's an anime reference. Very uh, few people get it. Not on my Christian Minecraft server. Stop. So breath work to me is just kind of, it's really being mindful of your breathing. And it sounds so simple, but there is nothing harder than setting a five, seven or 10 minute timer going into a quiet room, silent room, and just focusing on doing nothing but breathing. So I did headspace for a while. Um, remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, headspace was a mindfulness app that I really recommend. It was really cool. $99 a year. Yeah, not too bad. Um, but I liked it because it was guided meditation. So instead of just going into, like I said, a silent room and being alone with your thoughts and all that kind of stuff, it helps you kind of refocus when you get off and it keeps you going in one direction and which is kind of cool. So meditation, I've always kind of liked when I've made time for it, but it's just really focusing on the importance and pondering on God's word and his presence. And one really practical thing, if you're not into the woo woo stuff, um, is I would take a passage, I'd take your Bible in there, and I would read a small portion of a passage or even just a passage from a chapter, and I would just live there and I'd camp out there. And I would really try to go, okay, what is this saying? And mentally, like I I wouldn't journal in this. I would just kind of leave it up to my thoughts. But what is the Lord saying in this passage? What can I get out of it? How can I apply this? All that kind of stuff. And just really let that time focus on that. That can help you kind of stay focused. So that's pretty, pretty basic stuff. I would say on meditation. Mm-hmm. But even, I mean, you could just listen to worship music and for meditation, right? Or no, is that another? I guess so. Yeah. Corporate. I, mean, I don't like, want to say that I'm an expert on any of these. That's what I mean, because I've done that before because a lot of the worship music I listen to are based off of scripture and it's the Lord. It's if it's focusing on the Lord's presence, like that's how I find if I'm feeling very overwhelmed, then I'll throw on music and just focus on the lyrics. Yeah. And calm me down. Definitely. Yeah. Um, one of my, my favorite things too, I think I've mentioned the dwell app before here, but my favorite thing on that app is that they've got passage or not passages. They've got playlists for random stuff like activities and junk. So like there's one that you can have somebody read you scripture that's focused on when you're folding clothes and one when you're like cooking dinner and then one when you're like taking walk. There are all these random things. It'd be nice things. if we can connect it with our Alexa so I can just Oh, that would be cool. We'll, we'll look into it later. Alexa, read me scripture while I slice these vegetables. 
And she'd be like, reading scripture now. <laughs> I can't think of any. This is the problem, Liz. I can't recall scriptures about cutting vegetables. This is my problem. Okay. Um, moving on to prayer. Yeah, talk about prayer. But it's just pretty much because prayer is just talking to God. And so it's, it's that simple. It's it's really that simple, but we get so in our heads about it. Yeah. And like it doesn't have to be I, I think of all we can all think of like some corporate prayers, and if you do this, I am not adding at you. I'm not adding you. Okay. But they literally say Father God after every like three words, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we we just come together, Father God, to worship you, Father God, and we thank you for your presence, Father God. And you know, like you know, those types. You have those things too, though. I I do, I do, I do. But so I just think because we learn it, but I'm like, you don't have to have so much filler words. Is really what I'm getting at. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it can get intimidating for someone who may not have grown up and learned. To pray, you know mm. what I mean. So it may not be ingrained. So I feel like, especially with corporate prayers, we can put a lot of like nice filler words to make it sound more grandiose. Yeah. Versus some of my, some of my like rawest prayers has just been crying out to God. You know, so oh, yeah. it could be as it could be as raw and vulnerable or put together as you want it to. Mm-hmm. But I mean, of course, you you don't want to. You can if you want to. You could be more vulnerable than me if you listen to our <laughs> past thing. But I do not go into the altar to snot out and cry. <laughs> I pray. You know what I mean? Like I have different like prayers, I guess. Which is still the outlet setting. though. Yeah, it's still so an it's still outlet. letting it letting it out. But um but yeah, just talking to God and it, some people have trouble praying out loud because they get to in the head and they stumble over their words, and they are naturally worried with how they sound. Yeah. I mean, that's a real thing. Uh, you can just write down and journal your prayers as well. Cool, so Almost good. make it into like a poem or any kind of thing. Don't, don't look you at my, have... Don't like, look at my book of poems. You Yeah, well, you've got that, but don't you have like journals with prayers and stuff? Yes. That's cool. And so, and then they're fun to look back and whatnot mm-hmm. to see um, how the Lord has answered the prayers or how... You have been diligently, or not so diligently, praying certain prayers for 10 years. You're like, dang, I used to pray for that. I should still pray for that. I was like, yeah, it hasn't. Why did I stop praying? It has not come to pass. Right. And sometimes the answer is no to your prayers. I like to do that with old like agendas, like old planners and stuff, mm-hmm. to see what I thought was important to prioritize in different seasons of my life. Yeah. So that's. I think that's a good summary on prayer. Have you... Have anything else to add? Mm, no, I, but I would say two. Um, no, but let me add this. Go ahead. Anyways, <laughs> I, one of my favorite things is people always like people sometimes will like be like, "Man, after I pray out loud, they'll go, dude, you're such a like good at praying. Like you're such a good prayer." Even someone when I prayed out loud at like a thing, they're like, "Wow, you can pray, sir." Yeah, well, yeah. Liz, you're you're good at praying too. I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, I'm like, why do like why is it such a like why are people like wow? I don't. Why know. do why do people compliment prayer? Maybe you didn't say Father God Maybe. every other word. I don't know. Continue, um, which please. I think is fine. Sorry to interrupt. Um, part of my favorite, like one of my favorite things, though, um, that I'm most grateful for with the education that I've been, you know, privileged to to have is that I 
when you learn big words, you can be precise in your prayers. And so I don't want it to sound like I'm being, you know, hotty toddy over here, but I, some of my favorite things is moments or whatever is when I pray and I can pray specifically with big specific words because like I know what they mean. Mm -hmm. So when, when I'm in like that kind of mode of prayer, if I'm interceding, like I can, in my head or like out loud or in my journals when I, when I write those prayers or whatever, like I'll say, I'll write or whatever those, those big words. But you just said that in some of your most, uh, honest prayers, they've been very blunt and very simple and even not even audible. I've literally, well, I told you, um, like the other, like the other day when I got an answer to prayer and it was no, and it was devastating. I was screaming to God in the shower. Yeah. And just like broken, completely, utterly broken. Right. And just asking God, like my prayer was all I could get out was why me? Why did this happen? Probably not a lot of big words, right? No. Not a lot of actual words, but still prayers. Yeah. So there's so many different forms and fashions that prayer can take. But I think the biggest thing is just remembering that it's just, it's communicating with God Mm -hmm. and do it. Don't complicate it. And I just think about, God is a good, good father. So we don't have kids yet, but when my when I love on my nieces and nephews, like they could they can cry to me, they can do whatever, and I'm gonna like hug them, I'm gonna comfort them, and like I just remember my nephew like one time I was like, well, can you do this? Like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, you're gonna catch me. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I mean, because like he they trust me, you know yeah. what I mean? And so, what more will the father do for me? Mm. That's really good. Well, we hit on fasting a little bit earlier and we hit on study a little bit earlier. So I don't think we need to really dive into those unless you had like something really big on your heart. Um, With fasting, we talked about for practicality's sake, it does not have to be a, if you have never fasted before ever, please do not go on a no food. Don't do a 40 day fast. Don't, don't all of a sudden (laughs) the next day, like tomorrow I'm going to go seven days without food and I'm going to honor the Lord. I mean, you can try, but I can guarantee you, you more than likely would fail. Like, so if you, just practical, if you are a coffee drinker and you are going to do the Daniel fast or you're going to do just a water fast, mm-hmm. it's a good idea to start weaning yourself off of coffee mm-hmm. yeah. before the fast. But even if you eat That's really good. greasy foods and you are not the healthiest eater and you're addicted to sugar, like most of us are, you might want to start weaning off of sugar before you start the fast. Mm-hmm. So that's just like some healthy tips of food. And then fasting does not have to be food. Like I know, um, well, the fast that I did, I did like a two for fast, not to sound like holier than thou, but I did the, um, for two weeks, I did intermittent fasting, which was kind of like the Jewish sunset sunup fast where I only ate dinner. And then I also did an anime fast. So for two weeks, I did not watch, read, or consume any anime. So I did a food fast. Right. To like, you know, do the fleshly discipline. But also, a lot of my, most, the majority of my time waster goes into anime. Mm-hmm. So I did that so I can focus my mind. Um, so it does not have to be food. It could be social media. It could be if you are a big, like, Netflix watcher. It could be Netflix. Um, so you get to choose your fast. But don't just be like, all right, God, I'm going to skip. I'm going to fast breakfast for you. And you, you know dang well you don't even eat until 12 o'clock every day. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. Fasting just, I mean, it's, 
usually fasting is done for a purpose. Like you're looking for spiritual guidance or you're expressing repentance or you're praying for a particular need or situation that's in your life. And so as long as you are doing something to me, as long as you're putting your flesh into sub subjection, you're good. So, mm -hmm. and, but you have to replace it. Don't just be like, okay, I'm going to fast social media and then you watch a new Netflix show to binge. Don't replace what you're fasting with something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, make sure you spend that time with the Lord. Oh, it's just a diet. Yup. That's really good stuff. Well, cool. That was kind of fun. Yeah. We, we have just, to do studies still. I know. Well, yeah, we already talked about it. And we're kind of... Well, over time? Yeah, we're getting there. So right. Read your Bible and do well, guys. And don't eat food. Well, I mean, just, even if it's just a chapter a day, it doesn't have to, you don't have to be a scholar to study, even if it's just a verse a day. Like, just be mindful and read your Bible. Yep, it's true. Well, cool, guys. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on this uh, super fun conversation of why Taylor has been in a bad mood for the past two weeks. Uh, just kidding. Um, no, but, but seriously, guys, this is kind of a cool thing. Uh, we started the podcast with the goal of journaling and talking out loud and uh so this is one way that we're able to process how each other is feeling and help each other out and invite you along the journey so be sure to tune in next week we're gonna be talking about the outward disciplines in part two of this little uh mini series that we're doing we're gonna hit on four new spiritual disciplines that are outward so this you know this week we were talking about all the inward things and stuff that affect us now we're going to talk about things that happen outside of us um, in the next week's episode so it's going to be good don't miss it also don't forget to rate review and share this podcast everywhere the podcasts are because we are everywhere and you should be there too actually don't be everywhere then? um because we'll talk about that so. in another podcast oh, okay, okay. But no, pick your podcast and then listen to us there and be sure to share this with somebody who you would like to be in the conversation as well. Follow us on social media. Liz, what's your handle? Um, Elizabeth oh. P. Clyde. Yep, I'm at Taylor Clyde. Be sure to DM us some questions if you've got those or just say hi. We'd love to talk with you. But until next time, when we talk about outward disciplines, we're going to do this stuff. And we're going to meditate. We're going to pray. We're going to fast. You're going to fast. Um, <laughs> no, we are going to fast. We're going to study. Uh, it's going to be a great time. But we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.